guys, welcome back to another episode of Adjusting the Life. It's your boy Marcus with the squad. And today we got a very special podcast. Man, it's just it's just us and the boys, man. We finna get on and talk about learning to be a doctor and just we just gonna show you ways of studying and, and different things. This this is a very, very passionate episode and I'm ready to get it started. But first and foremost, I gotta ask the guys, how your day been today, Danny? My day's been good. Um, you know, I'm just I'm going through the motions. Um, I uh, I did some shadowing this morning at uh, at the NeuroLife Clinic on campus. Got to see some patients. Um, you know, it was overall a very productive day. Um, the weather outside is uh, 50 degrees, uh, sunny skies. So there's your meteorology report today. But nah, it's you know it's a great day. Great day to shoot a podcast. Great day to sit outside. You know, I'm loving it. How about you, Alex? Uh, yeah, another another day in paradise. Um, got up this morning, uh, hung out with Marcus some, then we went out with him. We went outside here at the beautiful campus and we studied some. So it's been it's been a good day just getting ready for midterms and then uh, some boards coming up. What about you, Jen? Uh, my day has been great. I didn't get to see Danny on the, on the morning. Uh, that's always nice. Uh, studied a little bit, getting right with Orto because I'm going to get my free sushi. Jokes on you, Marcus. And, Cap. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Oh, we need to, we need to talk about that. So what, what what's this for for our listeners that don't know? There, there's a there's a rivalry that we have between uh, Marcus, Jen, and then me. Me and Danny are actually in it. You want you want to explain this to the people? Oh, oh first, first, first off, first, first off, first off. Since we don't ask, how how's your day, Marcus? <laughs> Thank you guys for asking because I thought we were just gonna get into this podcast without you even asking me about my it's day. Because we don't care. Oh okay. dang. Anyways. <laughs> My day has been very, very good. Um, I woke up this morning. Um, I can't say I woke up on the on the great side of the bed, but as the day progressed, it you know I've got I've gotten a lot better. Um, we actually, me and Alex, as he explained earlier, we went outside and studied a little bit. It was it's just been it's been a very, very beautiful day. And uh, considering yesterday, it was very, very beautiful yesterday. But we're gonna get we're gonna get on into that. But I just want to tell you guys about this rivalry, though. So basically, we we taking ortho uh, this quarter, which is fifth quarter. We're taking orthopedic diagnosis, and so basically, our teachers are Alex and Alex and Danny. Our so, coaches. so you know, they already done passed uh, ortho. Alex, uh, of course, he's about to be a doctor. We gonna go ahead and let him know that. And then, Jen, I mean, Danny, he gonna be a doctor in a couple and a little bit, and we got he got a little bit more time, but. They're teaching us. Not that us. much. Not that much time. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> they teaching us. <laughs> they teaching us ortho, and the bet is basically whoever has the highest grade at the end of the quarter has to buy the other team sushi. No, no, it wasn't the midterm. Don't, 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 don't get it twisted. No, whoa, wait a minute. It's the entire course. It's not the midterm. Well, I win then. It's the entire. No, it's the entire lab. So whoever has the higher grade in the lab gets their sushi lunch paid for okay. by the loser don't, don't don't let's not change it up don't <laughs> and so basically i will say this um jan is a very very good competitor and we get very and this is this is more of a very very friendly competition we want to see each other win and succeed so bad but we also want to beat each other so it it basically helps us study a whole lot harder when it's when when we're very competitive and so I, I really want to see him win, but at the same time I already know that I'm gonna win that sushi. So 
you know in your dreams in your dreams <laughs> so okay so we're, we talked about the rivalry how have y'all been studying what what uh what tips what tips or tricks do y'all have for the listeners on how to study i'm gonna let him go first because he's gonna lose anyway oh so okay so <laughs> you said we lose us first anyways uh so basically every morning i wake up and, and you know i try to do a motivational quote every morning and so um me writing a quote down basically inspires me each and every day to perform at my best because it's just it's something about writing out your dreams and aspirations and and you want to see it you know come to fruition and so it's just it's one of my uh, favorite things to do and so every time i write a quote i go sit down cut my music a little low and i tend to play some sad music when i'm studying and it just helps me think a lot better what about you jen well i got my whiteboard you guys see it i got everything dried down i like to do pads like when i'm doing the palpation bone air stuff i got my numbers down i got everything down there and got my sticky notes with the range of motion and uh each test uh positive indicative i read that every morning and every night before bed and you know, practice it. When Danny goes to the house, I just say, "Don't go to the room. Get there to the adjusting table, and we practice a little bit." I will say this, Jim. I'm. I want to sit here and say, you know, and this is this is coming from the bottom of my heart. I'm very, very proud of you because when you when you practice, you practice to be to be the best at whatever you're doing. Like it's it's not necessarily a competition with me. It's a competition with yourself. No, you're you, right, you're right. Same right back at you. you. We know, or at least I know, we're gonna be great doctors because we, we, we we're very passionate about this. Yeah, man. And just let's let's I wanna hear your thought process on just being a doctor and going through this program and trying to become the best doctor you can be, Alex. Well, I mean, obviously I don't I can't speak from a perspective of a doctor, but hopefully soon I'll be able to. But um realistically, I feel like this program just as well as any program or in life, you get in what you put out. So, if I go to class every day, 8 to 5, go home, chill and or even that's how I even study for my test. I can pass. I can get through. But if I don't study, if I don't surround myself with people who have like minds, if I don't practice setting up, go to clubs, spend time and just absorb and take advantage of where I'm at, I'm never going to get everything out of this program that I could. And realistically, we're we're investing a lot of time, money. We're investing our lives into this. So it's best to absorb as much as we can while we're here. I I would like to add something to that actually, um, and it's something that I think about a lot. So, in a I would say last quarter there was an episode where we had Dr. Lamarche on, if you guys remember, and he said to us, "The work that you do outside of the program is whether it's studying, whether it's reading." Whether it's practicing your, you know, your your palpations, your adjusting, you know, obviously not adjusting people, but you know, you just practice your setups and stuff, and you know, you practice your communicating in chiropractic. You whether it, even if you're not a chiropractor, you practice communicating. Period. That adds value to your portfolio, and that portfolio is you. So this learning that you're doing outside of school is that learning that you do for yourself, and I feel like. That was one thing that really struck a chord with me. And I don't mean to steal the spotlight about studying, but when it comes to studying and when it comes to doing that, that's something I always keep in mind. It's like, how is this, what am I doing? Is this adding value to me as a person? 
So when I go work out, when I'm studying, when I'm hanging out with my friends, I think to myself, am I doing something that's adding value? Am I doing something that's making me happy? What am I, what is this doing for me? Um, you know, for me, it's just, I always, I always try to keep that in mind because that's what keeps me motivated. It's what keeps me going, you know? Adding something to the same train of thought process. When I study for art, though, I see myself like a doctor. Like, I will do this in my office. This is something I will have. It sounds like somebody who told you. All right, Danny, you got me. You told me that. He just went, you know, he, he, he needs a spotlight. spotlight. Right back at you. Throw it. You got it. So, I, I just want to steal this from John real quick. <laughs> he was really pissed off. And he was like, bro, I can't understand this shit. I can't under, sorry. I can't understand this stuff. And, and he said, I'm like, I'm like, John, think like a, think like a damn doctor. Stop being a child, act like, a student, I, I, sorry, like one. not a child. Act like a doctor. Start, when you're doing your tests, when you're sitting there studying, you need to think like you're not a student anymore. You need to think like you're the master. And it's not that you want to, it's not that you are the master. It's that the master will forever be a student. So stop treating yourself like a student and start thinking like the master and start studying like the student that wants to be the master. I know that was a tongue twister, but no, I apologize. We're doing the masters too. <laughs> oh yeah, these guys are doing it all. They, they're, they're doing all the school. I feel like um, to add on to the studying, a question that I've always, always wanted to ask people or always wonder myself, like when, how do I know I've studied enough? And y'all can... Y'all can definitely give insight to this, at least for ortho. I would say study until it becomes fun. Like, it sounds crazy, but when you first get ortho and you, you get this packet of material, it's so overwhelming. But I, as I've seen with Marcus and Jen and even Dan, Danny and myself, all the guys, once you know it so well, you want to let the world know you know it. So it becomes a competition. So... Just yeah, yeah. We was walking around. Somebody uh, asked me a question. Asked, asked me a test. It, Hector, you got Hector last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And the thing about that is, like, you could. We literally will be sitting in class, and out of nowhere, we'll send each other a text message. Like, describe this. Describe this sign. Give me the positive indicators for this. And we be waiting on each other to be wrong. We yeah, be yeah. waiting. <laughs> it, and to be honest, in a way. It's, it's competitiveness because you don't want to be wrong, but it's also helping you each and every day to nail that down. It's and, it's it and, it's, and it's sitting there reevaluating your head that you actually know what you're doing. Other thing we do that is, for me is so fun, like it's meshing all the topics we got in the classes with our daily living. Like we do it with scale A, when doing the gym, when we're doing when I was getting kidneys, uh, when, we're doing, when, we're, when we were on physiology, doing we're doing exercise i don't know it's just so more fun for us like correlate the things you're studying with your daily living yeah i want to i want to add on top of that so we will be in the gym and we would see like so we was bench pressing one day and we saw one of the one of the dumbbells it looked like it was just it looked like it, it had a hole in it and so we was looking at it and in skeletal radiology you have to basically um describe the lesion and so we was looking at it and we were just like, okay, that's a 1C lesion. Oh, no, no, that's that's definitely a 1A lesion. It looked punched out too. We're going to, or, or anything like that. So basically, how he said it is, we basically talk about school 
in our daily living at any at any point of time and it makes it so fun and it turns into more of a chiral joke in a way and so it's just it makes it so much more fun and it makes it more um like i, I don't really know how to describe it like, yeah you, you can study and it's more bearable because oh i remember days when i was doing the with the, with the guys it's just mm -hmm. it's easier and when you're so passionate about what you're talking about and when you're and when you're having fun doing it man it's just it not only brings more value to uh, to what you're learning, but it it adds it adds the component of you're actually gonna like you're actually learning this to become a doctor so you can help people out. Like when you add all that up in your head, you like man, this is gonna be something. This is gonna be something that's gonna. <laughs> I get very very passionate about this, so I'm sorry, but this is gonna be something that I could change the world with. This is gonna be something that I end up helping out. Say, for instance, a kid that didn't think he was going to be able to do a certain sport because um, a, a different like something happened to him. It's just you can change someone's life um, one day at a time. And it's, it it really, really brings just that yes. <laughs> it, it brings so much passion to me. I, I, I love it. I enjoy it. This is something that I really, really can see myself doing for the rest of my life. Yeah, me too. I got something to say about, on top of that. I don't know if, if Danny felt that way last quarter when he was taking exercise fees, but when our professor is talking about doing the rehab and, and say, I just immediately dream about it. Like when I'm in my office trying to help an athlete and trying to get better, it's just, it brings it, the spark on me real quick. I, um, it's funny y'all mentioned that. Um, I actually felt that today. So um, I'm going to share a little tidbit. So I was, Why your voice gets so deep? I don't know. Um, I, I, uh, I'm sitting in, or it's not sitting. I'm standing in the neuro office and I'm working with the patient. And in our one of my my this quarter, ironically, I'm in neurodiagnosis for neurological diagnosis. So, for those of you that might not know or do know, I'm gonna explain it anyway. Um, In, in in chiropractic, we have all these different specialties, and one of the specialties is neurology, and more so functional neurology. And in the sixth quarter of the program, which is about a year and a half in, you take functional neurology. Um, or Well, sorry, neurological diagnosis. But it's basically a foundation of functional neurology as a specialty. And this the last month of our classes have been a, a lot about, um, you know, disorders in the brain whether it's due to demyelination it's due to lack of inhibition in the frontal lobe and you know abscesses tumors all types of crazy stuff but one of the things that we talked a lot about was a multiple sclerosis and als if any of you guys are aware of those diseases and i when we heard about als it was at the beginning of the quarter and i i was thinking about this patient and um you know, HIPAA laws and everything. I'm not going to say the patient's name, but we just think, I'm just going to, uh, I'll just say the patient. I was thinking about him and I said, man, you know, I really hope he's doing well and all that stuff. And I was, and it really struck a chord with me when we were thinking, we were talking about it. And lo and behold, the first patient on our, on our office list today was that patient. And I hadn't seen him for probably about six, seven, eight months. And for those of you that might not know, ALS is a progressive disease. ALS is something that you'll never, there is no found cure for it. There is, it's something that just gets progressively worse and you start to lose control of your muscle movements. You start to lose 
the you start to lose your voice you lose the ability to swallow most people don't last longer than five years and um it's the point isn't about the als the point is is that in class i'm sitting there and i'm thinking man like i gotta learn all this you know i gotta learn all this crap in class but the truth is is there's application behind all this there is there is a bigger a bigger aspect to all of it and to kind of go off of what they were saying is it's like you know you think like you're you think like a doctor and when i'm sitting there and we're going through the re-exam for our patient today i'm like man i learned all this in class i really can't believe i'm out here being a doctor i was over here doing therapies on some on a patient whose case report i was basically reading a same case report in class so that stuff's crazy to me because it's like John was saying about exercise physiology. I'm thinking about doing rehab on patients. It's like when I get to my classes with adjusting, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be sitting here practicing my, my, uh, my rehab for my athletes that I'm going to see. And there could be a little Marcus running around who messed up his back in a, in a football game. And I'm going to be rehabbing that Marcus. And that Marcus is going to go off and do all crazy things. That could be a little John who's over there playing basketball and hurts his, rolls his ankle. There could be a little Alex over there who playing soccer and roll and, you know, bent his knee the wrong way or got a concussion. So I, my point behind all of this is that there is an insurmountable amount of passion. If you guys hadn't noticed, but it's that it's a lot bigger. This program is a lot bigger than what we make it out to be. And sometimes we get so caught up in our studies that we don't realize how big what we're learning is. And I just, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying it because I just think it's so crazy, bro, that we, we're gonna affect people in ways that we'll never understand. And it's the same way people have affected us. We're all here for a reason. So I just thought, I, yeah, I just thought that was really cool. I just... I get emotional when I think about this, um, but this is something. This is to get like to kind of let you guys know a little bit about Danny. Danny is not the most athletic basketball player known to man by far. Very very good soccer player, but when it comes down to dribbling the ball with his hand or shooting a shot over with, he can kick a shot in, but he ain't finna shoot one. So, he be getting better. <laughs> yeah, getting better each and every day. But the thing was. He actually, we was we was shooting one day, and um, just shooting around, having fun. Actually, he was asking me how how he should actually shoot the ball. Asking me like how he should shoot a layup stuff, and you know, just things of that nature. Trying to get the basics so he can get better and better. And we got to talking one day, and I asked him, I'm like, why, you know, why you, why all of a sudden you decided to, you know, just come in here and play basketball. And he actually told me, um, <laughs> and it, I apologize to the, you know, emotional, you know, component, but he told me it was this kid that, um, like, you know, according to Hippolyte, I can't say that, but it was this kid that used to come in every day in the functional neurology clinic and Danny used to go, um, go in, like go outside and shoot basketball with him. But the kid he couldn't he couldn't actually be on an actual team. He had a whole lot of neurological problems going on and so he couldn't be he couldn't be on an actual team. He couldn't be around actual people as it like in and be able to comprehend a couple things. And so then he said, Each and every day I go in that gym, I think about that kid. And each and every day I wanna get I wanna be better and better each and every day so I could so I could show him and show him new things each and every day and 
I get I get very very like I get very very emotional when I think about it because it's like he ain't thinking about he ain't thinking about himself he ain't thinking about anything else but just seeing the kid be the best be the best that he can be and he just want to see him have fun enjoy yourself and because the kid can't be the best basketball player on planet earth Danny wants to be that mentor to him to show him that he can do anything regardless of his disease regardless of anything that he has going on he could enjoy yourself be the best just be the best damn kid he can be and just enjoy life and I get I get very very emotional when I think about it because that that in itself I'm a very very passionate person but that in itself made me I already respected the guy but like it it, it really put a whole new thought process on it and it it damn near almost made me cry when he told me that. And I, I, I tried my best. I Honestly, I went to the room and just sat and thought about it for like maybe three, four hours. And I just, I, I acted like I didn't. But I re- I was sitting thinking about it the whole time. I was just like, bro, this dude is amazing. Yes. Uh, I appreciate it. I want to say something. Danny's an amazing guy. It's He's such a great dude. I'm, I'm just waiting on him to have a kid. Julia, if you're hearing this. <laughs> Please have a kid. We need more Dennys in the world. We need more Uncle De- Uncle Jan, Uncle Marcus, and Uncle Alex. will be glad to go to take care of him. <laughs> so I want to be a god a godfather so so bad. So I'll be there. Um, one thing I would like to speak on all of us on the the passion that Danny Danny has and that Marcus is referring to. That's what if if we as a group can give advice to anyone. Try to have that when you study. When you're studying ortho, when you're, let's say you're studying about arthritis, don't study uh, the imaginary case. Uh, just, just the other day, Marcus was tell, asking me questions about arthritis. He was at, telling me stuff, stuff that I was like, oh yeah, you're on it, you're on it. And, and it makes me wonder, why is he doing this research? There's people in his life, there's people in all of our lives that has these conditions. There's people, ever we all know let's say that old lady at church who is a little bit hunched over we think about her when you're learning um special populations think about her when you're learning geriatric diagnosis don't don't just think about the book or all these countless powerpoints we get think about the people in our lives that can benefit from this technique oh okay danny's in neurological diagnosis he's thinking about his his patients that he works with at the institute uh um jan is doing orthopedic diagnosis he's thinking about his basketball players marcus is thinking about his fellow football players we need to bring the class into our life instead of just going to class and that's going to help us let learn one thing i gotta add to that is the other day i want to say the whole because it's going to be an hour here but you can kind re- relate something you read online, something you read on the ne- in the media. Like I ask, I was asking a question because he is, he is in the Danny's in neural diagnosis. I saw something I don't remember if it was Facebook or Twitter. I said, "Hey, Danny, how will you will you treat this? We, we, what you know so far?" So you, you get a uh, putting. Help me out. You you, you, you gotta you know you put it in a perspective, um, kind of thing. Yeah. Thank you. I <laughs> like once you. Once you put it in a perspective and you sit back and think about basically how how you say it, Alex, you think about all the people that's in your life or all the people that that's in your best friend's life, all the all the diseases and all the different things that they have and you bring it into into the 
learning stages of I'm not just studying this just to just so it's another thing that I know. I'm studying this because I can be the best damn doctor I can be because you could be out here benefiting someone else's mother or because you don't want you don't. I know you guys would not want your parents to be going to a doc and he don't know what he's talking about and or he or he just studied just to study or he's just there for the money because at the end of the day you want someone that's going to be there day in and day out to make sure your mother father whoever it is in your life that you are that you care so much about you want to make sure they are in the best care possible that's just that's that's how you should treat everything that you go into and as you can guys can tell, I'm getting very, very passionate about this because like when when you sit back and really think about all the things that you can do as being a doc or being a chiropractor, you're really, really it's 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 just so much. Like I can't I can't really hold back. It's just so much that you could you can help out with. Like, you know, my 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 mother. She talked to me yesterday about something and I told her I told her a couple of things that I think that that she should do. And it's it's certain things like that each and every day. Like say for instance if if Danny came to me with something and he just couldn't remember something and I remembered it. You could you could you can feed off of each other as well because if one person remember it and the other one don't most of the time it's because it's in their life or it's just something that they they study so hard for. So when it when it's in someone else's life, I promise you they they remember it a whole lot better, and they really really study that so much because they just want to make sure everyone and everybody that they treat doesn't end up like the next person that doesn't end up like the like the last person that they met that was like that. Regardless of it being their mother, father, anybody in their family, they just want to make sure that everybody benefits from it. And they want to make sure everybody does very, very well in their life and enjoy their life. Be able to enjoy their life with their kids, their family, all that, man. It's just I I get very passionate about that. I um I, I wanna say something. And this might get a little uh this might get a little tough um for me to talk about so bear with me but part of the reason why i came to this program and i've never really shared this with anybody it wasn't really because of my injury it um i have a cousin back home who uh he got in a really bad car accident about 10 15 years ago somewhere around there the years have kind of mixed up with me because i've just had a lot of shit in my life sorry a lot of stuff in my life that's going on um yeah uh, we're gonna have the explicit symbol now um but he he ended up paraplegic and my cousin at 18 was very well very amazing taekwondo athlete he was going to the olympics he was training with the air force and um great guy you know very humble we him and i act a lot alike you know we're very comedic very passionate people when we do something we're we're, we're in it all the way and um he he uh he got in the accident was paralyzed and and was told he would never walk again and he walked out of the hospital and you know basically gave the finger to all the doctors saying that he couldn't do it because he did it and um it i i always told myself even when i was a little kid i would always tell myself i'm gonna be the reason that you're gonna you're gonna be able to fight again i'm gonna be the reason that you're gonna be able to do the things that you that you really want to do so i i took i took a natural um 
I took a natural attraction to neurology because of that, because I said, you know, I want to be able to get, I want to be able to get him better. And while that was the portal of entry for me to get into neurology and to get into all of this, I realized that he's not the only person in this world who could benefit from this care. He's not the only person that I could help. So for me, it became more so like, man, I'm getting all these tools to be able to help people. And I'm, I'm so appreciative of all of the things that I'm going to get to do to people. Like, for example, whether it, not even in the functional neurology aspect, I tore my ACL five years ago. I thought I wouldn't, I was told I would never play soccer again. I was told that if I don't get the surgery, I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to walk properly. So I didn't get the surgery. I went through, sprained my knee a little while later, trying to play basketball unsuccessfully and um, went back to physical therapy and I never got the surgery. But then a few months back, I was doing some exercising and uh, my knee felt funny. And then I got it, I got it adjusted by one of the sports chiros here and I felt amazing, felt better than I had ever felt. And I'm not saying that the, that the adjustment was the only thing that helped me, but that moment where that doctor was, that chiro was able to tell me, hey, this is what was going on with your knee. This is how I fixed it. This is how, this is what you can do to remedy it. I have, you can ask Marcus, you can ask John. They've, they, they know the stuff that I do to work out. I, I changed up my workout completely to be able to focus on the stuff that he told me. And ever since then, I've been stronger. I can actually, I've jumped higher. I've jumped, I've lasted longer in games. I'm able to function a lot better. And it's all because of that little tidbit of information that that doctor gave me. So to me, that is where my passion comes from. That, that is what keeps me going every day. That's why I study. And, you know, it, I don't mean to get off on a tangent, but that's also part of why I appreciate this program. And I've come to really love this school because this school is, in my opinion, I'm biased, but it's the best school that can teach you everything that it's come to teach you, whether it's a philosophy, as you guys learned with Dr. Thornhill, the art, the science, you know, all of that. This school just does a, a phenomenal job. I mean, it there really is no better school and no better place to be. And honestly, I wouldn't rather, I wouldn't want to do it with anybody other than y'all. Cause you know, thanks to y'all, we're the, we're the best, we're the best damn people that, you know, in our circle, you know, like we, uh, I mean, I know that we have a few people missing, but I just want to say that like without, without all three of you here, without Ken, Ryan, Carlos, you know, I really couldn't, I wouldn't be in this, I wouldn't be in this program, you know? And I just, it, it's a team effort, you know? I want to say something. Not to mean, no, I don't mean to go you off, but I, I think we all can agree that what brought us all together is the hunger to be better. I don't know if you guys relate to that, but... I definitely agree with that. We, It's just something about... It's something about... You, you connect with people that you think a lot alike. Even without you even trying to, it's just something about that energy that brings you all together. And even while, even while, like you could be, you could be completely avoiding that person. You speak to him one time, you like, hold up, you know, I kind of want to, I kind of want to see what his mindset at or her mindset at. Then next thing you know, it ended up being the best relationship that you could have ever built in your life. Um, I was told this actually this morning. Don't, um, basically. You know, don't get don't get very upset because you because you trust someone um, and then they they mess it up. 
the best relationships come from the fact that you trust the people. You could met like you could meet ten people and eight people could have could have you know pissed you off basically. But the two people that you met could have changed the other two people that you met could have changed your whole life and anything else that you had going on. I and I just I, I love you guys and I appreciate you guys. I love you guys too. Y'all are all right. That, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I think we can wrap it. I don't. I don't care about y'all, but you guys are all right. Let's see. The the beautiful part of today's episode was we got to see Marcus get passionate. But the problem is, since this is a podcast, y'all don't get to see his pa- his passionate face, and it's not one that we want to look at often. <laughs> so we we just we keep it for the special the special occasions. <laughs> I just want to you know thank you guys for showing you know basically showing the world how passionate y'all are and showing everyone that this isn't just this isn't just something you're doing for for money this isn't just something you're doing just for for fun or just just to be doing something this is something you're doing because you want to make sure whoever whoever is your patient is going to benefit from anything that you have going on and at the end of the day if you be able to fix it or you or you don't be able to fix it, you can refer out. You you can literally have pride in yourself enough to sit here and be like, okay, I don't I can't necessarily fix this problem or I haven't learned the tools to fix this problem yet. So I can sit down and be like, let me refer out. Let me let me get some help. Because at the end of the day, you want your patient to be your patient is 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 the is the focal point. You want them to benefit from it. You don't want to sit there and be trying to benefit from it by by just doing the same thing over and over and it's not working. You want to see them succeed, and that's. I just want you guys to know that we all, oh, I promise you, we all want to see our patients do very very well. We want to see the world just be a happier a happier place. And I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in with this this passionate episode of Adjusting the Life. It was a San Valentine special. Yeah, it, was, it definitely was a Valentine special. Because it came straight from the heart. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. We out. Peace. Peace. See ya. Later. I have one thing to say. Um, and it's a it's a really cool quote that I just found on Google. I'm not going to lie to y'all. The key isn't the will to win. Everybody has that. It is the will to prepare to win that is more important. That's fine. That's, that's pretty cool. By the way, Julia, I was serious. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>